Anthems, a musical composition made for the intent of celebrating something or someone. Nations have anthems. Royalty have anthems. Sports have anthems. Even EA Games has an anthem. Originating as a form of liturgical music, the term anthem has grown to encompass almost any celebratory song, whether that song is found in a church or on the radio. Perhaps one of the most familiar styles of the anthem is the national anthem. Many nations have an anthem, and in fact, many nations borrowed their anthem from the United Kingdom, whose anthem was first published in 1744, but is possibly older than that still. It is unclear who originally composed this anthem, although one of the more common attributions is 1600s composer John Bull. Others have noted the song's resemblance to a plain song, or plain chant melody, stemming from the Western Church. The song is also said to bear resemblance to the old Scots carol, Remember O Thou Man. All this to say, the song is old and copyright laws were very loose some 300 years ago. Loose is also a good descriptor for the lyrics of this anthem. The first verse has remained essentially the same since its publication in 1744, but after that, it's essentially a free-for-all. There are countless variations of the latter verses and there is no official lyrics in place after the first verse. Of course, even the first verse has a slight alteration depending on who is currently seated on the throne. And that verse has changed just recently. The queen is dead. Long live the king. That's right, we're talking God Save the King on Cover Me. That's right, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that compares famous songs to their many cover versions to find out which one is long to reign over us. I'm your host, as always, The Snake, joined by my happy and glorious co-host... Alex Mildenberger! Alex Mildenberger. Anthemic introduction there. How you doing, Alex? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, feeling patriotic. Not really, but I'll pretend to be for... Pretend to be. ...the next little while here. Well, yeah, you're uh, you're Canadian, born and bred, Alex. Yeah, I, I bleed red, you know. The, bleed red you and know. white. The the blood and cum of our nation, <laughs> Alex Mildenberger. <laughs> um, thrilled. Uh, obviously, Alex and I are both just some Canadian dudes. I've described myself as a European mutt at times because it's just like, I'm just from all over that, that European nation. But with us, a true blue-blooded British man. Um, you know him from Noiseberry Games, formerly Jardev, uh, currently just living the good life. John Bell, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on again. It's uh, We gave you a break after your doubleheader last year around this time. I noticed that. I noticed it had been like a year since the last one. <laughs> <laughs> it was also just like... Doing guests is tough, and asking people to be on your podcast yeah, we haven't is had, tough. Oh, I hear that, I mean, yeah. We don't have many guests, but we certainly yeah, haven't been, had a lot in the last year. We had Ruby in May, June? <laughs> and then, it was a yeah, pretty recent one. Yes, yeah, recent-ish. Yeah, summer. <laughs> summer, which is now dead. It's autumnal season, which, you know, gets Alex and I chatty and, and excited. John, the Queen's dead. How? Where were you when the news dropped? Where was I? I was. And what kind of tea were you drinking? <laughs> uh, I was. I was just working from home, and okay. I think like somebody uh, at work like messaged me on Teams and was like, "Did you see that the Queen has died?" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> what a what a way to find out! <laughs> what a way to find out!" Yeah. Um, any hard feelings? Did you love the Queen? Hate the Queen? Give a shit? Um. I, I, I think I, I was more on the liked the Queen side, uh, just because obviously I was born in England and lived there for the first right. nine years yeah. of my life, so oh, yeah. she was like kind of a, a fixture there, and yeah, she was just the only Queen 
I've ever known. And yeah, I, I wasn't, I was never like anti monarchy or anything like that. I don't know enough about it, but yeah, she was, she was, she was all right. <laughs> yeah, as far as like a British mascot goes, and I mean, she's on, she was, is she still on her $20 bills? I don't make a lot of money. <laughs> I yeah. haven't seen cash in ages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's still in the 20s. Okay, perfect. Yeah, At so least she, for yeah. now. Who knows Every what will happen? Her, I'm like, mm, 20 bucks. <laughs> <Can't be too laughs> <Yeah. bad>. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, uh, where were you? Um, I was also working from home. Uh, I heard some of the news as it was coming in. It was like... People are suspecting the Queen's dead because they got everyone at the BBC to put black ties on. It's like, oh, that sounds pretty real. And then she was. pretty real. Fantastic. Um, I don't remember where I was, but I remember the first thing I did after hearing was check Twitter. Because there is this one comedian who every time somebody dies, his name's Ian Carmel, he does the same tweet where it's like, so-and-so gunned down in their prime. <laughs> and sure enough, Elizabeth II <laughs> gunned down in her prime. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I had a good laugh. Uh, let's talk about anthems, though, guys. How do you feel about anthems? Oh, they're a bit weird, aren't they? They're a bit weird, aren't they, Alex? Yeah. Why are they weird? Ah, uh, because they make you do them in school and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I haven't had to think about the Canadian anthem in years because I don't go to sporting events. Right. And, like, that's the only place I would ever hear an anthem. Uh, the national anthem, specifically. The Canadian national anthem. The Canadian even. national anthem. Alex, um, is it a banger? Is it good? Bad? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I don't listen to it in my spare time. Of course not. You know? It's homework. <laughs> it's, it's an anthem. It's it's so different from, you know, the music we normally listen to. It's very... It, I, it, I, literally, it's, it's propaganda, right? Like, that's... Yeah, it's to, it's to propaganda get the people is. going. It's, it's uh, espousing the, the values of the of the state. Um, so, it's it's weird, because it's, it's very different... In terms of like its delivery of of ideas compared to what we're used to in like pop music, which is like this more, um, like a more nuanced take. I, I say nuanced, but it's 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 show don't tell, and then you go to the anthem, and it's no tell, tell say, mm-hmm. you know, say. So it's and very say some crazy very shit. Yeah, like there's some verses in this song today about like striking down our enemies or his enemies that's changed and i would say the canadian anthem with a few exceptions is like relatively tame compared to even i mean comparing it to obviously this one and then like the united states um star-spangled banner right yeah. uh, which like have a lot of like some combat stuff in there and like help oh, yeah. us against our enemies and things like that I'm, just, I'm not used to that kind of an anthem that's fair that's uh john opinions on anthems um, I, I really hate O Canada, and I think <laughs> it's probably just because, like Alex said, like we had to sing it every single day in school. Oh, yeah. Um, whereas like with God Save the Queen, even when I was there, I think I probably only sang it like five times in my entire life. Easy. So like, I I think of that, and um, Star Spangled Banner is like much cooler songs just because I haven't heard them five days a week for, for sure. however many years. <laughs> And the other bad part about the Canadian anthem is you also have to do it in French. Yeah, I think I can probably still remember the French. But. Yeah, I like no French by just <laughs> mimicking sounds. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I would have to no like disrespect to the French, but like, god damn it, I got to do this anthem twice. Yeah. I would have to take a run up to it though. Like, I could hit, maybe hit the French lines, but not, not 
without doing the first part, you know? Yeah, right. I agree. Yeah. You'd have to do a little little verse switching. I feel ya. Um, God Save the Queen. I had another question about it. It's now called God Save the King. Um, you know what? It flips, it flops. It flips, it flops. But it doesn't really. <laughs> it doesn't really, no. It's it was God Save the Queen for like 70 70- yeah, it's in, it's actually a very small time, and it's <laughs> maybe four hundred year history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but respect for it being one monarch in that time, seventy years—that's a good run. That's crazy. That is crazy. This is the question, though, John. Do you know how far down the line you are to to inherit the royal throne? <laughs> do they update your Q number when they die? Uh, they must have. Like, I must have moved up. Like. I mean, presumably one space, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, oh no, would would the new like that that who's the the young prince, the the little baby prince? Oh, mm, William? Uh, no, he's the young, he's the older no, one. That's, he's an older one. William's he's the, the dad. one. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know the what the name. the royal progeny are named, but William. Anyway, he has probably son. pushed me down like a lot of spots, right? That's true, right? Yeah, the if they keep having kids. You're just you're just moving down. Exactly. So, yeah, it's one, one step closer, and I'm probably oh, like five hundred steps but back down. But Harry, um, kind of left or whatever. Does, is he out he completely? Leave. Yeah, he's. So you might move up a spot from that. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So I got one spot from Lizzie, one spot from Harry. Yeah. But so lost too. a lot of spots from these these darn kids. These darn kids. So yeah. Let's let's ballpark it. How many royals need to die for John to take the throne? Boy, um, hmm. I mean, as many as possible. I would, I would say, <laughs> yeah. as many as it takes. As brother. many as it <laughs> takes. Yeah. Uh, I don't really want to advocate for the the genocide of <laughs> English people, <laughs> so I can ascend to the throne. But if if needs be, <laughs> if needs be, listen, times are tough. They keep getting tougher. Let's yeah. get John on the throne. Hashtag I'll do the job. John for king. <laughs> yeah. King John. King John. All right. Let's... Some good ones of those. Yeah, there's been some yeah. good King Johns. It's a good king name. I don't think there's been a King Jonathan, though. Mm. King Jonathan. First of his name. First of his name. Leader that's of the big. first men. That's... If you can get that credit, that's... <laughs> yeah. how, how could they say no? First decree. Just add a bunch of Game of Thrones titles to <laughs> yeah, my name. Chucking them in there. Like, you need to say all of these when you address me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but the first king that it was ever published to be written about is uh, King George the Second. Yeah, I noticed George. the the Wikipedia like sheet music uh, mm. for it is "God Save Great George Our King." Yeah, and that is the opener line according to the. I love that it was published in something called Gentleman's Magazine. <laughs> it's seventeen twenty-five. <1745. laughs> I mean, that's like how that, like, that's how gentlemen communicated back then. Like, yeah, it was the national yeah. anthem on one page, and then a pinup on the next. Page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I feel like that magazine would have very different contents nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I think it would just unreal that that was how we got news about what hot anthems to sing. <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about these original lyrics. They are, God save great George our king. Long live our noble king. God save the king. Uh, I'll, I'll read the rest of it. It's very, send him victorious, happy, and glorious, long to reign over us. God save the king. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Like, the, the melody itself, which I guess we won't get into that until a bit later, but it's, like, really just three lines that yeah. are repeated. 
uh, with perhaps some variations if you're feeling it. But I mean, there's a bunch of more verses if you want. Tons, yeah. Um, typically, apparently, only two are sung though. So that one, and then is the second one the "O Lord Our God Arise" one? Is that the that I'm seeing as the second, but normally, according to this website I'm on, uh, the first verse and the last verse are sung. Okay. According to so this, the choices, the gifts. choices, gifts in store on him be pleased to pour. Long may he reign. May he defend our laws and ever give us cause to sing with heart and voice. God save the king. Yeah, and I suppose the reason for that is is because there is one of the weird things about this anthem is the fact that it is not technically the united kingdom like it's not written in like any like true it's not official it's just like they settled on it (laughs) (laughs) they're like yeah well let's sing this so it's like it's sung at some sporting events um and sometimes is not because there is of course a push in the uk for something less one religious and two like monarchy focused which you know is not necessarily the most accurate portrayal of the uk as it is today so other ones they have that play at sporting events, one of them is called Jerusalem, which sounds like a crazy song to play for the United Kingdoms. Which yeah, is... that doesn't sound like any less <laughs> religious. <laughs> any less religious either, right? It's like, well, let's talk about where Jesus was born instead. Yeah, yeah I think, hmm. now, I, I did look that one up, and I think it's actually about, possibly about, like, like basically Jesus fanfic about him coming to the British Isles in, like, the time <laughs> Sweet. when... Great. Still not less religious. Yeah, no, 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 not less religious, um, but a little more uh, actually English. Um, like in the period, because like in in the Bible, there's like a period between him being young and like being an adult. We're like, oh, there's no record of this. There's no. So he goes to England. Yeah, and I don't know what he does. Something like that. That is amazing. I'm gonna have to get, but yeah, sometimes in cricket they play that, so you can get jazzed up on some Jesus fanfic before <laughs> before cricket starts going on. Um, another one used is Elgar's uh, "Land of Hope and Glory," which sounds much more general. Sounds American. Patriotic. Sounds American for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I th- it's I think very similar to a Springsteen song name. It's like "Land of Hope and Dreams." Is that not? That might be it. I've. It sounds like it could be a Springsteen song, if nothing yeah, else. Yeah, it's a Springsteen song. But the even lyrics. Land of Hope and Dreams has God in it. Yeah, like three times right away. <laughs> <laughs> They're not doing very well here. They need to pick better songs. Yeah, they got to figure this out. Well, and they, the, What they really should be turning to is the only other great British establishment to knock out some things listed as anthems on a Wikipedia page, Queen. <laughs> exactly. We Will Rock You should be the UK national anthem. <laughs> Honestly, I agree. I don't like that song. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's not even a good Queen song. It's, it's better it's, than the rest of this. Yeah, I, I, not necessarily more aggressive than your average um, national anthem either. Exactly, and like to be rocked is kind of general. It can be good. It can be bad. It is. It's yeah. just like stunning more than anything. They wouldn't have to change the lyrics when they go to war and stuff, like they apparently did with like this anthem. They That's right. Just, they can just say, "We're gonna really rock you. We're gonna fucking rock you," and yeah. it's it's in a bad way. And they're like, "Oh no, oh no, it's the bad version. <laughs> it's the bad version." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the lyrics on this, you know, "God save our king." We love God. We also love our king. That's who we are as the UK. We want him to be victorious, happy, and glorious, and to live a long time to reign over us. Yeah, it's like it's like this appeal to really. 
based on the the logic of the system like the only power higher than the one you are trying to say is great be like help him out if he needs help or her yeah exactly yeah it's like we've got also god in our court one our king's great but we got god coaching him between rounds (laughs) (laughs) we've got this we've got this so uh, the interesting i do want to talk about that second verse that i skipped over just to read it out because it has some great lines in it i think oh lord our god arise scatter his enemies and make them fall and then Animize, yes, of course, and make them fall. <laughs> Confound their politics, frustrate their knavish tricks. That's so good. On thee, our hopes we fix. God save us all. That's uh, as British as it gets. Confound their politics, frustrate their knavish their tricks. Yeah, that verse is very much like. Uh, I don't. It seems like they've really lost a lot of faith in the ability of their own leaders. They're like, yeah, we need you to sabotage the other guy. Actually, <laughs> we can't do this. Fair God, get him yeah. there. <laughs> Well, interestingly, I was I was talking to my parents about this this morning because um, I mentioned I was going to be doing Talk- the song on the podcast. Yeah, and uh, they both thought there were only two verses in the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and like like when I was there, we only ever sang the first verse, and that was it. Um, right. So this was the first time I've ever seen these the verse two and three. Um, but yeah, they they didn't know there was three verses apparently, or or more, or more in, in different versions. But uh, I didn't ask them which one they knew was the second verse. I don't know if they'd even remember now, because... It was definitely the confounder politics one. Your parents I hope last. so. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really cool one, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like they probably would just go, like, one to three, because yeah, two one seems three. very, like, situational. Yeah, as, like, in wartime, we'll bust this one out, and... Yeah, scatter his enemies, yeah. Yeah. So yeah there's, there's probably... There's, like, tons of different versions of this over the years. Um... People have got it in Latin. They've done all these different things with it. I did mean to ask about your parents, John. They recently took a trip to the UK. Was that for the Queen, or it just just happened? Just to coincided. Time in, yeah. For nice. some reason, they they booked it. Uh, you know, several months before it happened, right. they just happened to be in the UK uh, for the funeral. But I, I don't think I, mean, I, I didn't even ask them. They didn't wait think. for sixteen hours to see no. the, the Queen's body or whatever. Good no, call. Not at all. Right on. <laughs> No, they they didn't do anything with it there. I, I didn't. Yeah, they didn't mention it. So obviously, it wasn't crazy busy where wherever they were. Right. Good. Yeah, that's excellent. Um. Yeah, and I guess we should talk about the phrase "God save the king," which apparently goes as far back <laughs> as the King James Bible. Which, I mean, that sounds like King James tucked that line in there himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little King James Bible. Yeah, can we give me a shout out in this one? Yeah. Yeah. Like I know Jesus is important, but can we like? Can we shout me out too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it also served in like 1545 as a, like a watchword, which is like a password for the Royal Navy. So one person says, God save the king. And the other person says, long to reign over us. Which seems like an easy code to crack, but does it bit. You know, things are a little different then. Yeah. yeah I mean, if this it, hadn't, yeah. I mean, if this hadn't been published in your favorite gentleman's magazine, then how would you even know? Right. <laughs> exactly. And that gentleman's magazine came out 200 years after it was used in the Royal Navy. So there's <laughs> yeah. a bit of time. Now, the interesting thing about this, the whole song is a very pro King, but in its first instance of use again for, or like recorded instance, uh, 1745, it said it was sung in support of George II after his defeat at the battle of, uh, Preston pans. I'm probably saying that wrong. Prestopins. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I no idea. But there's some discussion that says it was actually in support of Charles Edward Stewart, 
So it's kind of like a not my king scenario where you can sing it for the other guy if you think that's your king. Oh, interesting. Because I think Charles Edward Stewart does go on to become king. I could be wrong on that. I should have read that down. <laughs> no, maybe not. Doesn't say king anywhere here. Um, uh, 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 he's a he's the Jacobite thing. claimant to the throne. Yeah. And like I saw like that mentioned a lot, and I just did not delve into that like, because I thought that would be too do much. Do not care. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm filling for time here though, because the music itself is very simple, and some That's of these fair. covers are are 45 seconds long. So you gotta I gotta pad a yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, it's like three lines. Yeah, it is like three lines, and the for the most part, the instruments follow the melody, which is, of course, like this plain song slash plain chant, so it is, <laughs> is very basic. Um, yeah, the, the sheet music on Wikipedia is in two parts, so there's, it's like a harmony, but still pretty simple. Um, yes. It's in 3-4. Three, 3-4. Four. Three, four. Um, Key of G major, typically. The, the basic outline is mm-hmm. we get three like quarter notes in a bar. Dun, dun, dun. You know, and then a dotted quarter note with a shortened note, and then just a less so like da 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 and like that's the basic structure. There's one line that turns the second two quarter notes into eighth notes. So those are the elements, right? There's a few big elements, like the entire bars you hold on king, you know. Yeah, and apparently, so in our time, there was also like a, a little fanfare that goes before it, composed by this guy named Gordon Jacob. That seems to come up a couple times. Yeah. So like sometimes pieces get added in, I guess, being that one example. Um, but so the first, so this is where I get a little confused, because the first version we're talking about is sung by a guy named Alan Turner. Nothing really on him. Um, and we're talking about like a shellac record here. That's such a common name. Yeah, yeah, it's a 10-inch record. 10-inch shellac uh, record, uh, 78 RPM. Uh, what's cool about those, supposedly, mm-hmm. um, because you could only hold like one song on a side, each disc really only had the two songs. So if you wanted to put out a grouping of songs, you had to put it in like a book. Um, mm. With a bunch of sleeves in it, and that was a pit. That's apparently where the term record album comes from. Right, it's literally it was like an album, an album book full of records. So that's, that's so cool. That is cool. Also, so tedious. Yeah, <laughs> switching each one. Yeah, every single song. Just hang on, I gotta get to the next track. He's just like, you don't have any time to do anything. You have to listen to the record. <laughs> Can't that's be true. doing anything else. Yeah, they spin fast. They do spin fast. Now, when I was on Wikipedia, and maybe you guys saw that there was a sample there that says a recording of the standard version of God Save the Queen being sung circa 1907 to 1911. And that, to me, listening to both of them, I think they're the same version. It's down by the uh, lyrics in the UK if you go down Does there say on Alan the Wikipedia Turner. page. Does say yeah. Alan Turner, yeah. So this version goes back to possibly 1907. Okay, well, I actually, I didn't use the YouTube version. Okay. Um, I found a version from the Library of Congress. Ah. Oh. Uh, and it says it was, in fact, recorded November 20th, 1907. 1907, okay. But the funny thing is about this, mm-hmm. it was recorded in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, I'm, I don't know if I would have <laughs> Yeah, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Some yeah. dude named Alan Turner. 
I, I can't. I couldn't find anything about Alan Turner. He's a vocalist with a baritone vocal. Yeah, that's what it says on the Library of Congress, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, the first recorded version of this is American. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Done by an American in America in 1907. Yeah. So you yeah. didn't watch this YouTube video at all, John? Oh, I, I did watch it, yes. You did. Because oh. this dude, Video Curios, in like the first 20 seconds is like, it's not going to be God Save the Queen much longer. Yeah. <laughs> but that was like a year ago, I think, a he posted this video. Yeah. There, okay. Um, yeah. So there was some speculation, I don't know if you remember, that the Queen died and was like it was being hidden right it was just like some conspiracy stuff um because well i mean someone suggested it was so that she wouldn't be um like have reigned for 69 years oh yeah i remember that because they're like we can't have it be Um, the greatest joke in history (laughs) i'm sure not even on their radar um but th- there was a brief period where they're like, <laughs> they the queen the might already be dead because it was she like wasn't doing her Christmas um, address. Special, I don't know if yeah. this was exactly the same time or not, but I remember that happening. But that was about a year off. Right. Maybe two? Uh, Maybe I don't two. remember anymore. I, was... I do remember that. Um, I also remember that in the year 1907, their recording equipment was just absolute garbage. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's I mean, talk about that's this probably version. why. I mean, it, I don't know if the guy's British or not, but I feel like even if he was, he might have had to travel somewhere to actually have the recording equipment. Yeah, the only city where they have recording <laughs> equipment. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, um, like when I was watching the video version, like you could hear like all like the the fuzz and like noise and stuff. I was like, ah, oh, it's got to be a better version of this. So I like I found the Library of Congress version. It sounds exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I picked this because it sounds better, I think, than the Wikipedia recording, but not much. Not much. So yeah, you've got this is like typical like anthem stuff. He's got his baritone and it is operatic voice. Yeah. God save the king. And then what a voice. Yeah, truly. What a baritone. What a baritone. What a and baritone. then he's got these uh, these horns recording from two studios over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just following him around. They're kind of like... Very, very tame on the horns. Hard on the vocals. He's That's, close to the one microphone. I mean, I guess we've got to ask John, does this fill you with a sense of patriotism? Or at least nostalgia. Um, not really. Like some of the some of the versions we later do did actually like kind of throw me back a little bit. Right. Um, this one, it, it does feel like <laughs> it's weird to say, but like a product of its time of the 1900s. Yeah. Uh, just because like the the style of singing very operatic, like you don't hear that. Um, and also his. He like holds some of the words differently than some of the modern versions, or like the version I'm used to. Right. So yeah, it it, it didn't. It's it's very patriotic. Definitely made me think. Yes, the the king. But uh, um, no, it didn't. It didn't. Nah, this wasn't your king. Me. No, it didn't take you back. No, it's uh, yeah, it definitely feels uh, yeah, silly as it is, like a product of its time. It's like very basic. It's like we just gotta hit the fact that we as a nation have a song. And 
it is this. Yeah, it is now recorded for the first time in history. It's like the same shit they would play at like a Remembrance Day event here or at the start of your school day here for O Canada is like the most basic, like nothing in their version. Just like just the anthem, baby. Just yeah, just that. But we we did get some sick versions of O Canada. That's true. They did spice it up for us. That that one version. If you ever do cover me on O Canada, oh yeah, we got to do the. It's like a acapella quartet, isn't it? Yeah. Shit. Oh, what a version. One of the only good versions of acapella. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> <laughs> I will note on this version, he does try to get a little spicy. The uh, the, the timestamp is like 119 in the video. So probably about 40 to 50 seconds in on the the regular recording. But he goes, God save the queen. He hits that god on a slant. Yeah, a and then on it. does a nice little run there. Um, yeah. Oh, that's not even the part where you're supposed to do the quick notes. Oh, he's really, he's just going overboard. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, um, like, he holds save for, like, an extra bit and, like, brings it down uh, on, the, like, a level. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> save. Yeah, like, he goes down yeah. an octave or save. something. He goes yeah. down an interval. Which, that, that's the bit that, like, I didn't recognize, like, that I've never heard done that way. Right. They don't usually hold, like, save for the, the extra beat or whatever it is. And no. it, it made me think of A Christmas Carol. Okay. Not, not the not the story, A Christmas Carol, Carol but, like, but... A, a Christmas song. And I can't remember which right. one it is. Okay. Particular that one. is okay. the other thing about this, uh, this track and just this era of music. It's just about everything starts sounding like a Christmas song. Because Christmas songs are also in this time period. It's, it's like, true. It's where they're popping off. It's also... <laughs> Well, I mean, the other thing I would compare it to is, like, church hymn music, you know? Of course, yes. uh, Which also has some similarities to Christmas music, so. Yeah, it's all in that there same pool. We, we often talk about the, like, primordial ooze that is, like, country, blues, rock, folk, everything coming from that sort of, that pool of skiffle music. <laughs> um, and over on this end, it's, yeah, it's liturgical music, it's uh, anthems, and Christmas music are all from the same ooze. Mm-hmm. It's true, yeah. Opera. Opera, Maybe. indeed. Yeah. Um, I thought I had one more thing to say about this. I don't think so. Alex, anything else to say on this? <laughs> the technology the is UK? the most interesting part about it. I think you <laughs> like, might be right there. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like an old guy singing an old song in an old way. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. That is the perfect review, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool that like we can actually listen to this version from 1907. But yeah, yeah, that like, is wild. That's probably the, the most interesting part about this version. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, we're going to take a like a left turn, though, in terms of covers already with Mahalia Jackson in 1960. So this is actually uh, like a the American anthem, essentially. America tried to make this their anthem. A lot of people, I think Germany has a version that is theirs, but they take the melody, which of course is very simple, and then they change the lyrics to be about their own thing. Yeah, so this, this was called, like a hot anthem melody for a couple, like, centuries. Centuries, yeah. And it's still like this one, My Country Tis of Thee, as it's called, also just called America, is, is it comes up a few times. A lot of people have done this song. So this is the other life of God Save the King slash Queen, is that it's also just, like, the basis for anthem covers. (laughs) 
Yeah, I never knew that it was like the exact same song as My Country Tis of Thee. Like, I've obviously never listened to it. Uh, yeah. Like, I've seen the title before. But yeah, I had mm-hmm. no idea it was the exact same song. I know, and I'm like, there's no way it's the exact same. It's, it's, <laughs> it's and beat then it for is. beat. <laughs> so this is by Mahalia Jackson. She's an American gospel singer, uh, influential vocalist of the 20th century, and she kind of spread gospel blues around. Um, first thing you'll notice on this version, much higher audio quality. Which is yes. impressive because this is still like 1960. Yeah, which yeah, obviously true, yeah. better technology, but still not like like this is the beginning of the 60s. You know, yeah. By the 70s, weird. things were very, very improved, but but at this point, they still had a long way to go. Hmm. We just talked about I fought the law last week with mm-hmm. uh, the crickets, and that was what 1964, and that one also sounded like trash. <laughs> <laughs> That was, yeah, that was really early. That was really early. Um, I'm going to run through these lyrics real quick here. My country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty. Of thee I sing, land where my fathers died. Land of the pilgrim's bride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. That is your first verse there. Uh, An American man once told me a joke about, something about knocking on doors. It's like, why do Americans never knock? And it's because freedom rings. <laughs> but I, of course, did not know my country tis of thee, so I was like, I don't fucking know what you're talking Made about. No sense. <laughs> but now that joke hits hits pretty hard. Well, that hits, makes yeah. sense now. That's a quality joke. Uh, my native country, the land of the noble free. Thy name, I love. I love thy rocks and rills. Does anybody offhand know what a rill is? Nope. <laughs> but I'm googling. Cool. It's the opposite of a rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thy small wood. stream. Okay, yeah. that checks out. Yeah. Thy wooden templed hills, my heart with rapture thrills like that above. Let music swell the breeze and ring from all the trees, sweet freedom's song. Let mortal tongues awake, let all that breathe partake. Let rocks their silence break, the sound prolong. Our fathers, God, to thee, author of liberty, to thee we sing. Long may our land be bright with freedom's holy light. Protect us by thy might. Great God, our king. Still get God in this, and yeah. a king. And the king. Yeah, a few times. <laughs> it, it's sort of compared to... God save the king kind of bypasses the the king um, and goes straight to God, but also mentions the country itself a lot. There's a, mm-hmm. definitely There's a, a lot of like of national land. identity based on the land itself, which I have to wonder if that's related to the sort of manifest destiny attitude. I, I, I don't know of like, this is America. This is our America it belongs to us kind of thing. Right. Yeah. It was, it was fated to be ours. Here's a weird one coming up though, Alex, our glorious land today, neath education sway. Is this a what? new one? I don't know that. I don't know that. Either. This is allegedly the Mahalia Jackson version according to genius um soars upward still it's hill of learning fair whose bounties all may share behold them everywhere on vale and hill thy safeguard liberty the the school shall ever be our nation's pride maybe this is for like an edge sometimes genius doesn't get the lyrics for a version right this is on the spotify (laughs) oh it's on the spotify too yeah i didn't pay a lot of attention to the lyrics i'm gonna be real but no me neither i'm just (laughs) noticing them now (laughs) (laughs) the school shall ever be our nation's pride no tyrant hand shall smite while with encircling might all here are taught the right with true allied beneath heaven's gracious will we get god again the stars of progress still our course do sway in unity sublime to broader heights we climb triumphant over time god speeds our way grand birthright of our sires our altars and our fires keep we still pure our starry flag unfurled the hope of all the world in peace and light impearled god holds secure 
<sighs> I don't remember yeah. any of that. <laughs> I yeah, I remember maybe the first verse in this. Yeah. The version's like I two and a half minutes long. She only does like two verses, doesn't she? She would have to be rapping this at maybe quite a three. speed to no, fit yeah. two and a half minutes. Yeah. I don't think that's right. Yeah, I, yeah, I think there's different versions of this with more lines. I don't think those are in here. Because I like, I just brought it up on Wikipedia, and it's only got four verses there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it like it takes takes a turn at the education bit. That's where yeah. I start to. I'm like, yeah, on a that sounds like someone was really focusing on like public education. Yeah, they're like, we have schools in America, <laughs> and that is yeah. something yeah. we should let people know about. Okay, so that is lyrically some of what is happening here. Musically, we get uh, essentially a higher def version. We got a string run down at the start, a bit of yeah. fanfare in the mix here. But that, I mean, in. that, ba-da, 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 like, we, we hear that a couple times, that intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've jumped from 1907 to versions. 1960, so there's quite a few versions of God Save the Queen that we've skipped over. Uh, she's got a very, she's got a kind of baritone voice. Maybe you have to be a baritone to sing this song. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She's got a, a way deeper voice than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. Like very impressive voice. Yeah, that's it's it is a that's the thing about anthems. Great vocal showcase. Even yeah. if the song is boring as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, that's something I've actually heard as a criticism of some national anthems because they're supposed to be sung by the people, but if they are songs that you know cover an octave and a half or two octaves of right. vocal range, a lot of people aren't going to be able to sing along. So, uh, the way, the play, when I read about it, it was colored as sort of a, a sign of elitism and, like, class structures, and maybe, I don't know. Right. But I thought it was an interesting thing, versus, I don't even know other anthems to compare them to, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Other anthems that are, are narrow vocal ranges, but I and didn't then, hear that one So, time. is, like, the best version of an anthem just something, like, that is one octave in, in scale? and has little to no instrumentation because then there's the other side of it is like how can we sing this if we don't have a full band true although the band doesn't like obviously it creates you know this much fuller sound particularly Mm -hmm. in this one that we're actually getting decent recording in and you can hear oh there's the strings and then the horns whatever um but a lot of what they're doing is like intro and then like following the vocals which that's probably an important part as well yeah because then you don't need all of that extra instrumentation you know you don't need a guitar player to solo over whatever while you're doing a national anthem you're just trying to fill out the harmony to make it sound nice all this to say we will rock you by queen Hmm? i mean you can do a lot of that yourself right stomp stomp clap yeah yeah Yeah, it's iconic you don't even need anything beyond the rhythm that's all you need (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking like that or like we are the champions, but yeah, like we We are the champions. Is so simple that yeah, it would work perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but this version is not that. It's not we are the champions. It is not we will rock you. It is my country. Tis of the brackets America. And like you said, Alex, a lot of the instrumentation on this is kind of like flavor. It's seasoning on the vocals, right? Mm -hmm. We get to expand the space with these, these um. 
these you know strings and things. It's like it's much it's to expand the the soundscape. Yeah, and it does expand it. I mean, the, beyond the orchestra we've been talking about this whole time, there's mm-hmm. like a choir as well. Yes. Which you yeah, want to talk yeah. about that of the people element? Yeah. A choir. Yeah. Although this choir sounds very much, well, it sounds to me like a, a what I would expect from church music. Yeah. Which is fairly straight laced, perhaps, as far as church music goes, but sounds like a choir. Sounds like a choir. It does, Alex. <laughs> um, it also sounds, sounds Christmassy. Like it does. <laughs> More right? the choir comes in. <laughs> it's just those those deep male voices. Just mm-hmm. yeah, sound like. Like, I don't know, like, Hark the Herald Angels Sing or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and they totally flavor it because when Mahalia comes back in, she sounds more Christmassy to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Christmas yeah. time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas time. <laughs> um, there is a church bell that rings kind of early on when there she talks about freedom ringing, I think. Yeah, that's freedom right there. That's freedom. Freedom's at the door. <laughs> Ring-a-ding-ding. It's not knocking. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I did, I did, I do have a note about the lyrics here, and I don't yes. think any of that education stuff's in there. Um, I'm pretty sure the lyrics on Spotify just come directly from Genius. Like mm, they that's have, right, they have like a, a partnership. It says, um, uh, what's it like, Music's Match? Yeah, so Is they do the Genius? Sweet Land of Liberty, and they do the My Native Maybe. Country, the Land of, I, I like that, My Native Country, comma, the, comma, like, it's you, by the way. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> and then the, our father's got to the but she skips the let music swell the breeze ring from all the trees sweet freedom song etc etc right yeah you just john you said it was music's match is that with a c or with an x with an x i fucking knew it <laughs> yeah that's where it says like lyrics come from i don't oh, know if it's the same for every song but Oh yeah, Spotify used to have a deal with uh, Genius because you could. I remember it said like "Powered by Genius" or something. Powered by Genius, and it would Mm. give you the lyrics and then also give you fun facts about the song. Oh, okay. Because I used to have to like play Spotify on my PlayStation to get those notes to come up, (laughs) so I could use it for research. (laughs) (laughs) There's a button for it, but yeah, yeah, I only place I saw it too (laughs) when it was playing on my big TV playing on the big tv so yeah it looks like they now work with music's match who does spotify instagram apple music and vivo oh interesting ah yeah that is interesting yeah don't know what to make of that but i mean this version they play it pretty straight you know it's pretty traditional style Mm -hmm. um newer version got the choir pretty straightforward though yeah i mean it was still 1960 it was still 1960 we hadn't invented counterculture yet Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and we hadn't, you know, there was no need to reinvent the song. People still didn't hear. This was the era of music where it was like, we'll just make the same song similar so they buy it from us. Like, we don't need That's them true. to know it's a different yeah. artist. We need them to buy our version. People weren't having Spotify playlists of My Country, Tis of Thee, and like, yeah, picking exactly. out the best versions. They- <laughs> People weren't doing this bullshit we do in 2022. <laughs> yeah. But I tell you, sometimes they were playing songs live. In, in presumably the UK, and they were John Mayall and the Blues Breakers in 1968. Yeah, like a fairly well-regarded, 
I guess, yeah. Like, blues band from the UK. Yeah, they're um, igno- well regarded not for being a good band themselves necessarily, <laughs> though I'm, not, I'm sure they right. weren't bad. But for all of the dudes who went through it to become like music like legends. Bigger. Yeah. So Eric it's Clapton. Eric Clapton. One. Jack Bruce, who I think works with Eric Clapton on something. Um, and of course, Peter Green, Mick Fleetwood, John McVie, uh, who are, of course, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like all early like three of them. <laughs> Yeah. So you get all of these big, like, UK 70s rockers going through this band. It's like the Rolling Stones as well. Yeah, Mick Taylor, um, the drummer, yeah, from Rolling Stones went through there. Uh, It's crazy. Yeah, just a crazy thing. Ainsley Dunbar. Yeah, Ainsley Dunbar. Frank Zappa. Zappa. Yeah, I wrote the names down, forgot to write who they were from. (laughs) I was like, I'll remember it. And the last three are from some band named Coliseum? Or Colossus? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know Coliseum. that band. Coliseum. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know them. Calls them as I sees them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, John Mayall and the Blues Breakers. And here we get a version that is most notable for being just some dudes <laughs> trying to figure out how to get the national anthem together. It's <laughs> like messing around. Yeah, it's like it's live and someone requests the national they anthem. They want you to play the national anthem. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, all right, and then spend some time, like, working it out, and then play it mostly on two saxophones. Yeah, it is the most, like, pub-style, drunk-ass yeah. horn jam version of the National <laughs> Anthem. Yeah, it, t- it takes them about, yeah, so there's a drum roll that leads into it. That's about 116. So that first 116 is just them either messing around or like conversing about something and someone's like john john we got to do this thing uh, or whatever and then like he mentions i think so i think it's a baritone saxophone so i think like it's a uh a shout out and then a, a tenor sax i assume that are playing together and then there's one point where that tenor just like jumps up yeah. like an octave or something and it's like screeching and it's uh i don't know this is a very amusing cover <laughs> Yeah, it has. It really sounds like they're just messing around. Yeah, it has an almost Frank Zappa feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Because it is. It's almost played sarcastically, like that. And the drums are like a huge jump. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, the drums drums are are pounding, shockingly like present, doing just weird stuff. Yeah. I like at the start. He's like, like the drums are like going away. They're doing a little like drum roll. And then he's just like quiet down drums. (laughs) We can't can't hear the rest. (laughs) And they don't. And then they, they do don't. for a bit, but they come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely took it as like a a protest version. It's uh, not reverential, like, that's for sure. No, certainly not. Like very tongue in cheek, purposely out of tune kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is because that sax sounds like a recorder almost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it has like this thin tone to it that is just god awful. I don't know if that's like anything to do with like the equipment, because like like you said, this was from like a nineteen sixty eight live yeah, album, live, so yeah, live recorded like around then. I I don't know like what their setup was like. Yeah, what are they even they recording were. that on? Um, <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, like they like Wikipedia even says like they were never popular or anything. So I don't know like how big their stage setup is for this kind of thing, or if they really did just like piece this together to play the anthem at like the last minute. Yeah, it seems like a like a classic open mic kind of like dive bar 
And they're like, play the national anthem. All right. Okay. Yeah, what we can do here. If they're like, like does something happen? Maybe someone's like national anthem. Football team won or something. I don't know. Feeling patriotic. Yeah. Hell yeah. So John, does this one? Did this feel fill you with patriotism? Remind you of the the fatherland? Uh, no, not not really. Uh, a little, <laughs> a little more comedic than the versions I've heard. <laughs> That's fair. Did you um? Did you see how like savage Wikipedia was about this band? No, I did not. <laughs> it's John Mayall and the Blues Breakers. Yeah, it says while never producing a hit of their own, the band has been influential as an incubator for British rock and blues musicians. <laughs> I thought that was just such like a backhanded compliment. Yeah, it's like, they suck, but a lot they of cool suck. dudes were in it. It's also yeah. like the the guys who came out of this were insanely successful. Yeah, <laughs> like fuck, like Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, that's crazy. What else needs yeah. to be said? But also, you know, Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. Yeah. Ridiculous stuff. So. Oh, right. Eric Clapton and Jack Bruce are both of Cream. That's on the Wikipedia right. page now. Look at me go. Um, yeah, that is very funny. And then you look at John Mayall and you're like, well, surely he did something great. And it was like, no, just John Mayall on the Blues Breakers. <laughs> he yeah. just likes playing the blues, I guess. <laughs> okay. I think, I think they're back. I think they reformed in like 2020. Oh, my God. Like the year's active is all over the place. Right. Yeah, yeah, like the most recent one is like 2020 to now. John Mayall still trying to make it big. Good for him. One day he'll break through. <laughs> One day he'll break through. One day. He'll blues break through. I even through. remember there's a the the intro to um oh Cheap Thrills, the Frank yes. Zappa, like I think it's posthumous album where they do the whole I could be a star now. Thing. Right. Uh, that's where I know it from anyway. I don't know if it's anywhere else. But where he says, like, he could have played the blues with John Mayall. <laughs> that's right. A far out far excited, excited jazz. jazz with blood, sweat, and tears. Um, so that's the only place I really know his name from. But I always thought he said John Mayer, but that never made sense. So, like, the, the, the years <laughs> definitely John don't line Mayer. up. <laughs> <laughs> Predicting the future. And they do not. They do not line up. But John Mayer is also kind of known for blues, bluesy playing. So, anyway. Yeah, he is. Just a side um, note. But you know who's known for anthems and arena oh, rock yeah. playing? Queen in the year of our Lord, 1975. 1975. Yeah, so this is Queen. Um, she died recently. No, yeah. this is the band Queen. Well, holy shit, <laughs> could she rock and roll? Oh my god. <laughs> in the 70s, wow. So yeah, it's, it's Queen. We've talked about Queen four, three, three or four times on this podcast. At least three, I think. At least three. Under pressure, I'm in love with my car. A third time. At this? least two. I At think. least two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we did more Queen. Did we do another two? <laughs> The darkness. They're Queen adjacent. Yeah, they're Queen yeah. adjacent. They're yeah, and they've they've had they played with members of Queen. It's 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 all in the family. Yeah. Um, Queen, great band. This is probably honestly my first instance of actually hearing the national anthem. Was on a night of the opera. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Prior I was just to like, this, this is like, a killer track. <laughs> and prior to this, and kind of after this as well, I didn't really know the melody of "God Save the Queen." Hmm. Um. This one's a bit weird because it does the melody, but it feels like it doesn't really focus on it that much. 
Mm-hmm. It does a bunch so of other is... stuff as well, like big drum rolls and some other guitar playing. Yeah, so this is arranged by Brian May. Um, he They recorded this one at Trident Studios, but this is the only song from that album to be recorded there, so they kind of recorded this at the end of their contract and then took it along with them to their new studio. So Brian May kind of headed this one, um, became a, a staple for Queen concerts as like a closer. And uh, Brian May once performed it live on the roof of Buckingham Palace for something called the Queen's Golden Jubilee in 2002. That's yeah, that would be years, right? yeah. 50. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was that what? Is it her birthday? It's the uh, Golden Jubilee. No, that doesn't check out. Her 50th, her 50th reign. Y- yeah, okay. Yeah, reign, yeah. I got it, I got it, I got it. So I think she just did a Diamond Jubilee. Oh, okay. Yeah, seventy-five. Yeah, so they they yeah. got years for. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes. Sense. I was just like, what in the fuck is a, a golden jubilee? How am I supposed to know? What this <laughs> you don't is? follow the royals on 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 the news? No, I, I do not. What? Afraid. Especially not in the year two thousand two, when I was nine <laughs> years old. Yeah. <laughs> so this is for people who are confused as to what, how Queen could possibly play the national anthem. You guys might recall somebody named Jimi Hendrix who played America's National Anthem on a guitar. Was that guitar on fire? I don't remember. But he played that. A lot of distortion, quite famous. <laughs> and I think before this version, so I think this is slightly inspired by the Jimi Hendrix. Didn't stuff. he play that at, like, Woodstock? 69? You're right, 69, yes, yeah. of yeah. course. So it is before this. He was definitely yes. dead by 75, so. Yeah. Ah, rest uh, in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> Gun down in his prime. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so this was inspired by that, right? By Jimi Hendrix. Yes. Yes. This it's idea a, of like what rocking out to a national rock. anthem. Yeah. And I think I yeah, read that it's he, very didn't guitar. He play. Sorry. God save the queen. I, yeah, I believe he did. God save the queen as well. Yeah. At a different. I don't know if that was at Woodstock, but at a different time, because of course he had a British backing band. Yeah. Yeah, and he he was successful, I think, in the UK before anywhere else. Hmm. Um. With the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Right, so this is Queen taking it back. They're like, "Hey, should <laughs> be a, a British band doing the British." <laughs> and I've always, anthem. I've always associated the Queen very strong. The Queen, I've always associated Queen very strongly with the UK, uh, probably because uh, you know the coat of arms that's on a lot of their albums, oh, yeah. uh, and the fact that they're from the UK. But more so than other stuff that is British, you know, think of Queen that way. Personally. Yeah, and they seem to pop up at like British events. Yeah. It's because they're they're like mm-hmm. a very like posh band. Like yeah, maybe not. I mean, even the first two albums, like they're very proper. I sort guess of proper, feel yeah, that way, theatric. The way even there's a bit of yeah. like yeah. gentry about it, even if it is rock and roll. Like it yeah. is, it's refined a little bit. Yeah, refined. Yeah, with like uh, like Killer Queen and, and stuff like that. Yeah, they're very mm-hmm. yeah. They are very a very royal band, really. Yeah, truthfully. Um, yeah, they often had uh, Freddie Mercury kind of parade around in like a royal regalia, like a crown and the big cape during That's the, true. the That's song true. In, in concerts. Yeah. yeah, John, did they play this at the, the Queen revivals with, uh, who's Adam? Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert. I was going to say Levine because he's been in the news a lot recently, <laughs> but <laughs> Adam Lambert. So I, I did check because I've recorded like all the shows I went to. Mm-hmm. Um, they did play God Save the Queen at the end of the 2014 show I went okay. to with. Adam Lambert, um, but Queen Extravaganza did not play mm. it at the end of their mm. concert, so it was just a Queen thing. Okay, but yeah, so even in 2014, they were still still going with it. Still going with it. Excellent. Yeah. 
Um, let's talk about what goes on in this. Yeah, though. what happens? Big drum roll. <laughs> yeah, big drum roll, and then like these guitars come in, and it's as Queen does. Lots of like overdub, many layers of guitar, lots mm-hmm. of harmonizing um, on the guitar. A lot of guitar. And then, like, a uh, few, like, co- what I would consider to be Queenisms, because it is still very distinctively uh, Brian May's playing. Yeah, the, you know, the tone alone. Bits, the tone, and, like, little little techniques and trills and stuff he sneaks in here and there. Um, very distinctive. Yeah, it's, uh, it kind of, we kind of summarized what Queen sounds like, and this sounds like that. It is that, that tipping point between like royalty and rock and roll <laughs> yeah, uh, and then and the, big yeah, like, drum rolls lots of big drum rolls lots of big drum rolls huge drum finish yeah i was definitely expecting it like like it starts with like drums and then like they're gone and it's just guitar mm-hmm. and, like like i haven't listened to the version for a while so i was like oh yeah it's just just brian may and then bam the drums are back in and they're going they go pretty nuts towards the end mm-hmm. it's, it's oh, a yeah. nice like full band thing yeah nice tight Fucking so, John. This obviously hit every everything for you. This was nostalgia. This was patriotism. You were ready to fight for your country. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a, a a nice, clean version of the song, short and sweet, and it's by one of my favorite bands of all time. So yeah, this is <laughs> this this hit for me. Oh yeah, and the, the fact yeah. that it doesn't even feature Freddie Mercury vocals, yeah, and still hits hard is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Brian May was is something else. Yeah. Um, and in context, um, mm-hmm. the song was, it's the last song on a night at the opera. Yes. It comes right after Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, so there's a lot of like intensity leading into that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this song feels like a come down to me after that whole album. And then you just kind of like take a breath. And then by the end of this, you're like back to normal. Like it brings you back in. Yeah. to reality exactly. and i think it's, it's well placed in in that sense 100 percent. i think that's yeah. a great observation i can see why they close out shows with it you know they go from what do they finish with we are the champions which like ends pretty high mm-hmm. and then just kind of brings everybody back you know out of the concert into real life with this fairly gentle finish to the show yeah Brilliant, brilliant band. Um, let's talk about the opposite of that, though. <laughs> With Frank Sidebottom in 1985. God save our gracious queen. Lovely, noble queen. God save our queen. Do de do de do de do Sidebottom's Victoria. Yeah, we talked about... <laughs> With version. John Mayo, we talked about the lack of... Um, or I mentioned it was not reverential. Uh, mm-hmm. Neither is this one. Certainly not. So, John, are you familiar with Frank Sidebottom? I'd, I'd never heard of him or Chris Civi. Civi. Yeah, Civi. The real. Who's the uh, man behind name. the mask? Yeah. Yeah. No, never, never heard of it. Or, okay, we like, talked about him. Yeah, he came up a long time ago. Um. Yeah, in the summertime, he did a version of that. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he. Um, He's this. I've seen the movie based on him that features his big head. <laughs> it was a great movie. <laughs> I'm starring. What's his face? The guy, Michael, the British guy who plays uh, young Magneto. Fastbender. Yes, Michael Fastbender features him as uh, Frank, but that's a different story. 
<laughs> this so Frank Sidebottom is is comedy music, and we talk about comedy music on this podcast sometimes. And usually, especially when it's older, it doesn't really hit. Um, and Frank Sidebottom's <laughs> whole act is like being nasally. And I, like I guess juvenile is how I describe it, and I guess irreverent as irreverent. well. Irreverent, sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, according to this, he worked on Bob the Builder after Frank Sidebottom, which might explain the shape of Bob the Builder's head. That makes sense uh, to me. Oh my what? god, Bob the Builder is. Oh, yeah, you're right. Anyway, sorry, just getting distracted by the Wikipedia page. Uh, no, all good. So this is, uh, what is it, 45 seconds long? Yeah, 44 yeah. seconds. Yeah, very short. Shortest version. Um, the first question, did anyone laugh? Did anybody have a good time? Um, a, a little bit on the very last line. Is that where he's uh, like, you know he kind of, because he sings two parts in this, mm-hmm. um, harmonizing, right? And then at the very end, he says, like, thank you very much, uh, you know, to the audience, but then... The other voice misinterprets it as being for him and says, ah, don't mention it. So, you know, pretty silly. Um, not the funniest thing I've heard all day, but, like, something. Hey, it is something, isn't it? Um, it, was, it, it is also 40 yeah. years old at this point. Like, <laughs> True. You know. <laughs> I don't know if I would have laughed in 1985, but... I don't know, but maybe that's what they needed in 1985, you know? Britain's real maybe. stiff upper lip country. They needed a little little irreverence. Yeah, that's yeah, what it what? feels like. It feels like uh, a counter to that sort of an attitude of like, oh, there needs to be this reverence towards this song for the royalty. Um, but he's just being goofy. And like, what are even the instruments in this? It's very like plinky. And it yeah. sounds like a something you might expect on a children's show for sure. For sure. So... Yeah, it's, yeah. Like this, it's almost like, like bluegrass kind yeah, of. Yeah, like boom, a jangly boom, kind of boom. guitar. Jangly, yeah. <laughs> so maybe in a way it is kind of bringing it back to what are more folk music roots in some sense. Oh, yeah. There is that idea that anyone could sing the Frank Sidebottom version. Yeah. That's true. Anybody could sing it and do better, presumably. <laughs> <laughs> well. Absolutely. Yeah, his like comedy lyrics are like, she is the queen, you know she is. Right. After he forgets, like, half the lyrics. Yeah. He's like me, he only knows the first verse. <laughs> <laughs> Everything after is like, wait, there's more? <laughs> yeah, like, hang on, I didn't realize that there's yeah. more to this song. <laughs> and then, yeah, he's like, na 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 da 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 do that na 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 whatever. Yeah, it is, yeah. like, very classic children's music slash children's comedy music styling. I think you're right on the money there, Yeah, Alex. and then that style, of, I can't place it, I don't have a definition for it but he's like ah she's the queen you know she is and then and the that like style of like impromptu but also not clever filler i can't put my finger on but i feel like yeah it's like it speaks to being yeah like impromptu i guess it's just like i'm making this up as i go along but like clearly don't have the ability to do that like then that's part of the character or whatever yeah but yeah don't have a comparison no so we're gonna take a wait go ahead did you look at the uh, the full album that this song came from? No, I did not. No. He also does Bohemian Rhapsody on there. Oh, of course mm. he does. I didn't listen to any of UK. it. I just looked at the track listing. I was like, ah, there's Bohemian Rhapsody as well. Mm, only two minutes, 20 seconds. Could be yeah. good for our inevitable Bohemian Rhapsody episode. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> more Frank Sidebottom. <laughs> Gotta get more of that. Um, but we need more voices is what we need. And who has more voices than the Royal Choral Society in 1996? <laughs> 
Not many. Not many. They were an amateur London-based choir formed in 1871, pretty much immediately after the opening of Royal Albert Hall, which is a concert venue and not a person. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Albert's Hall. <sighs> I, yeah, I never actually looked at like what is named after, but presumably a person. A person. Albert. <laughs> Albert Hall? That's the one that there, there's a thing I saw recently because it was released recently about the roof of that building is not like like it's placed Good. on top, but it's not connected like it's just connected by weight. Like oh. there's no like bolts or anything holding the roof on. Okay. Oh, weird. Yeah. So if we get enough people together, we could just slide it off. It's uh, <laughs> it's a it pretty <laughs> heavy. Alex, I said if we get uh, enough people together. <laughs> Uh, we, enough people would surely work. Yeah, by definition, it's enough. <laughs> True. Yeah, we just need enough people. Um, and they people. certainly had enough for this version to do what yep. probably Alan Turner wanted to do in 1909 or 1907. <laughs> yeah. More or less, but no soloist. Yeah. So, the, yeah, it's just straight choir. Um, I love that some versions get credited with traditional that like yeah. traditional yeah. verified artist yeah because if you look at the album it has the original artist listed for all the songs and then this one just doesn't have an original artist although if you look at the album the last four songs are all like very patriotic it starts oh, with yeah. it's rural britannia the land of hope and glory about, which we yeah. talked yeah. about jerusalem which we talked about yeah this one yeah so they're they're hitting all they're just covering all their national anthem base, bases there <laughs> Yeah, was this the one? Yeah, this one's also weird because did they edit the title? Because it says have. British National Anthem, nineteen fifty-two to twenty twenty-two, but this was this was from ninety-six. Yeah. And so, yeah, like I, I was really curious. Like, did this? You know, like three weeks ago, did this say like nineteen fifty-two to present, or like did they even have like anything after like British National Anthem? Yeah. Yeah, we'll never know. We we'll never know. know. Actually, we could probably find the CD. Well, <laughs> take a quick <laughs> stop to the yeah, old CD store. <laughs> yeah. See if we can get the yeah. See if we can get it on vinyl. <laughs> so yeah, this is yeah big choir. Um, horns following that choir. We got big fanfare horns on this. Tons of drum rolls. Big cymbal hits. Yeah, this is a big one. It's a big one. This this was the version that that took me back. This uh, this is the version that like sounded most similar to. Something I would have heard in England, actually. Okay. My um my parents definitely had like a lot of these kinds of CDs. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> they have like a lot of like know, like Christmas Carol and hymns done right. by oh. royal orchestras or whatever they are. Um. So yeah, this definitely sounded like something I would have heard as a kid in England. So yeah, this was a very familiar one for me. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like, and I think they do have some like royal events they've done. So they do also have that like official British connection. They are the Royal yeah. Choral Society. Yeah. Although they are amateurs. They don't get paid. Doesn't mean amateurs. they're not good. That doesn't mean they're not good. It just means they don't get paid. Just means they're cheap. Yeah. They're cheap. Cheap as yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they definitely sound... I, if you were going to tell me that anyone was the one that made you think of like... Yeah, Great Britain, UK. Like, <laughs> yeah, this would be the one, right? This, is, this would be the one, yeah. Yeah, it's like modern enough without also being like a pop version. Yeah, but if there's anyone that you could convince, like somebody not from the United States, was actually the United States national anthem, 
it would be uh, Dolly Parton's 2003 version of My Country Tis, as, as it's called. She doesn't even say of thee. My country tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing. Yeah, she says it when she sings the lyrics, though. Well, yeah, but not uh, in, the, in the title. Yeah, the being presumably God? God is the in this, right? Um, uh, <laughs> I think the is the listener. The people? The people. That's better. Listen, I like that Think better. about the education they have there, Alex. <laughs> Schools. <laughs> it's about the education. Um, yeah, so this is a, like, rip and roaring version. This right? sounds like, like simultaneously you could be whoop. Christmas music, uh, <laughs> the kind of like preamp to like a roller coaster at Disneyland, and just like a, yeah, it's That's a exactly what I country said. bar. Like yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I thought you'd, you'd like hear this in Disney World. Yeah, like, it's like uh, yeehaw! I like, can't wait yeah. to ride Ooh. Thunder from Down Under. Thunder Mountain. Yeah, Thunder Mountain. That's, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. Thunder from Down Under is the uh, brownie dessert at uh, the Outback Statehouse. <laughs> ah. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for clarifying. That's a good ride as curious. well. <laughs> it is a ride. Um, <laughs> but, oh, man, this is like so like Americana bluegrass, but also pop. Um, it opens with a fiddle passage. The intro is like all this fiddle, man. Fiddling. Yeah. And then a voice um, comes on, is like, keep your hands and legs in the ride at all times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is animatronic bears uh, with banjos. There's a banjo. This one's yeah. weird. It feels yes, weird. It, is. it feels is weird, weird because they kind of put it into 4 4, but the lyrics don't really change much. So I had a lot of trouble counting this one, and I'm not actually sure what it is in terms of time signature. Now I couldn't figure let, it out. Let's do a round table here. John, did you even try to count any of these? No, not at all. <laughs> Me neither. Because <laughs> well, it's traditionally in 3-4, right? Yes. That's not I, the I don't know what's I going on in this these. one because it feels like they're moving things around and I had a lot of trouble counting it. Okay. I uh, I believe that, Alex. I just have to take your word for it because yeah. I was too busy just listening to this. This. Yeah, there's four solos. Four solos. Yeah, we get like a your big <laughs> like passing of the solo to different instruments. Um, they whip through these lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. They, does she repeat them? Like it's like the whole song, then a solo, then the whole song. I believe that because I still don't think I hear anything about having schools, schools. in this nation. <laughs> yeah. Or the prohibition lyrics. Yeah. Nobody, nobody snuck those in. <laughs> nobody snuck those in. <laughs> See, it's a rip roaring good time. Like those those solos are fun. We're having a blast here. We are so far from Alan Turner in nineteen oh seven. Oh boy, we sure are. It almost makes you forget that this is Christian nationalist propaganda in some ways. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is from her fortieth solo album in two thousand three. Two thousand three. 40 albums. She's still going, too. Yeah, so. she does not stop working, this woman. She does not. 9 to 5, um, baby. 9 to 5. Uh, did you look into the album at all? No, I did not. What's going on Forgotten here? Forgotten Country. Apparently, it is considered to be her musical attempt to deal with the aftermath of the September 11th, 2001. It was 03, and everyone was kind of God. doing that at the time. We were, yeah, we were still hurting, but Dolly Parton is an American uh, like legend, so she has to actually do this kind of work. <laughs> She's obliged to, yeah. Um, but I think I read that before I listened to the version, and so I was expecting a bit more of a 
somber version. Yeah. This, no. this surprised me. <laughs> no, this is Rip Roar in America. This is a party. <laughs> a party and a theme park. <laughs> yes. <sighs> yeah, everything on there. The Lord is my shepherd, the Star Spangled Banner, God bless the USA, Light of Clear... Yeah, it is it is like, hey, America, I'm going to heal us through song. It is. It absolutely is. I mean, if anyone could do it, it's probably Dolly, Dolly Parton. Parton. Probably Dolly Parton. On album 40. Yeah. Let's talk about the dosi do section these back dosi do my country my country tis of thee hey hey <laughs> we are just we're on the greatest ride of all time what dosi do what are we doing here are we supposed to be dancing to this i mean we're dosi we're dosi doing i think it's i think it's pretty clear I, I uh, guess. what we're doing uh what we should be doing it it does uh, it, it does sound like a version you'd hear in like a well, like a barnyard stomp yes. party thing yeah Dance. absolutely so yeah, it is definitely, the yeah. It's definitely strange that suddenly this like the other ones are either very reverential and you're supposed to sit there and think about your play like your country or your leader mm-hmm. and think about how great they are. Um or basically the opposite of that, you know, in a sarcastic way. Um and then there's this one where it's like, we're doing this song, but we're kind of actually just dancing also. And you don't need to think about anything. You just need yeah, to like, do-si-do. Hey. Without the lyrics, or like with just the do-si-do lyrics, yeah, it could just be backing at a a, a, a farmyard dance. Yeah. The, the lyrics don't really fit with what the, the, the vibe of the song yeah, and they're not even the emphasis. Like, the emphasis <laughs> is so much on just rip-roaring instruments. Yeah, because she just blasts through the lyrics in, what, like 40 seconds or something, and then there's, bam, minutes of solos. Yeah, just like, here, let's let's get as many solos as possible. We'll tuck in a couple of haze in there. Hey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and um, do the do-si-dos. Yeah, do yeah, just comparing it to the Mahalia Jackson version, which is so much in the vibe of, like, an anthem still, like, this is wildly different. Yeah. Yes. But uh, I'm nominating it for the new U.S. national anthem. <laughs> well, all like there should be more national anthems that encourage you to dance along. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel think, like that that would be good, right? Yeah, bring give it back to the people. You know, if you can't sing, you can express your love of the nation through dance. And like wake the kids up in the morning at school at least. Yeah, get them moving a bit. True. Yeah, a little bit of activity. It's good for them. It's good for them. Yeah, you got to get your 15 minutes a day in or whatever. Yeah. Um, but speaking of versions that are just out there, <laughs> let's talk about Ken Tamplin in 2012. Oh, yeah, let's talk about Ken Tamplin. Oh, man. Uh, Sammy Hagar's cousin. Sammy Hagar's cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And a Christian rock performer, typically. Yes, and a Um, vocal coach, and he's composed for several films and TV shows, including the esteemed Hot Tub Time Machine. (laughs) Yeah, that was... And he auditioned for a fairly extreme German metal band, Accept. Like, they're so far away from this version. They're, like, thrash. Yeah. He also wrote a song for Kiss's grunge album. 
Did he? <laughs> yes, they're like oh. 1990s, uh, like their last unmasked album. One of the songs is credited to Ken Tamplin. Oh, man. So he's like been in the industry, um, which perhaps is why this is a very, this is insane. a very strange version. This version's got <laughs> so much going on. It is insane. Like it, it's somewhat beyond my comprehension, I think. It is the work of a madman. He starts out, he even fakes this out. We get like the basic fan or the ba ba da 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 da. You're like, okay. Ken Tamplin loves God and the Queen. We're I'm on board, I understand it. Yeah. And if he was just a royalist, in. I'd be like, okay, it's weird, <laughs> but it makes sense. Like I can see that that is a position that exists. So from there it moves to like what you know a white boomer understands to be hip-hop music yeah the best way to describe it <laughs> yeah it, it even samples um y'all ready for this <laughs> it does <laughs> of course it does which is from it's, it's from like the the space jam song right y'all ready for this yeah exactly just i i got such a specific vibe from this song I don't know if you guys did too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got just a just a, a fellow kids pastor vibe. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. It's got a bit of that like kids bop energy in there, but done yes. by adults. Yeah. I mean, we've talked a couple times about apologetics. Yes. Uh, who do um, Christian rock adapted covers of songs where they'll change all the lyrics to something about something in the bible basically yeah what was the one we did it was uh it was the hootie and the blowfish song and they yeah. changed it to be like ruth and ruth I don't and remember oh, someone God, wants sucked. to be with only want to only want to be with you is the name of the original yeah ruth is gonna someone's gonna be too. with i don't remember the names now anyway but it was just like, some like fairly obscure biblical story yeah, like, they were like old about. testament like yeah. deep cuts oh man so they, they're just like parody like parody ish like, yeah so they make songs, songs to be about like christ or old oh they're, man they're like if veggie tales sucked yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like every once in a while one will come up and we'll be like should we do no we shouldn't because we're just gonna <laughs> shit on it the whole time yeah <laughs> uh so maybe we will one day again but that's I've been our conclusion thus far. Yeah. So um, with here we get the similar feeling synth. Yeah, we get this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like some like funky stuff too, like some like like on this keyboard and like yeah. guitar as well, like wah guitar. Wah guitar. We get fake record scratching. Yeah. It's like yeah. five different genres in this. Yeah, it's like if you chucked a bunch of garbage in a blender and left the lid off and just like whatever came out was the song <laughs> yeah it's like i don't know if you guys are on tiktok much but there's like this guy who like takes like prompts he'll, he'll mm -hmm. like find like a product and like a, a genre and he'll like mash them together to make a commercial okay so he had like like coke and like action or like horror or something like that right so it feels like this was just like here's a, like a pile of five things you pick one from each of them and you make a song with with all the genres yeah it has a very just like mad libs like thrown together vibe where it's like here's some random elements maybe we can put them together yeah, yeah this is the kind of thing that every once in a while not this exactly but you know you hear it and you're like oh damn this is this is the new thing this is gonna be popular in a bit but not this one i don't think i kind of hope not um 
no expectations. And then you're like, I gotta adjust. <laughs> I gotta adjust my expectations because I'm just old and like don't understand things. But he is too, so it yeah, doesn't he, count. He is. And you should know better. And but this, yeah, this weird guitar chug that comes in sometimes. Yeah, like yeah, the distorted even, like, guitar, new metal vibes. Yes, yeah, junk, junk, junk. Yeah. <laughs> It is by and far the most like upsetting version, I think. <laughs> yeah, and on top of all that, it still has the like church choir thing going on. Yes. Like for yeah, the bat, for like the harmonies. Like, yeah, you still get choral vocals. And then he's doing like he's clearly got some singing chops, you know? He's, he's a vocal coach. Um but he's just like doing his thing as well. It's very, very strange. Where what the Dolly Parton version is busy, mm-hmm. but like sonically focused. You know, yes. it knows what its sound it is, and that's like this Americana bluegrass. Where this is like, like you said, just a lot of things <laughs> yeah. that don't typically mishmash. go together. And it's not that I uh, discourage mixing of things you wouldn't expect to go together, but I feel like you have to do it with some finesse. And this yeah, doesn't have that. Or like an idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's very confusing about this, amongst all the confusing things, is at the end he chucks in some, I think, samples where it says, that's the way, come on, do it. And that's how the song ends. Yeah, yeah, just more samples in there. My question is, do what? Because they save do all the those queen? ad-libs at the end, and they're like, save the, save the queen. And he's American. I he's think. American, yeah. So he's like going all out. For somebody he yeah, doesn't even have any connections to. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. What a bizarre version. Yeah. Ken Tamplin truly manages to be crazier than our next act, Neil Young and Crazy Horse in 2012. Which is not, like, that out there as far as versions go. I mean, compared to the ones we just did, for sure. Sure. It's a bit weird that it happened at all. Yeah, Canadian-American singer-songwriter, filmmaker, and activist Neil Young, for some reason, thought to do... And this is a mashup, because it is also My Country Tis of Thee. Yeah, it's both. No Canadian representation here. (laughs) That's true, actually. (laughs) According to an interview, he said he did it because, to him, it's like a folk song. Okay. And he's saying it in school growing up, basically. Right. Um, it's still a bit weird, though, right? Yeah. And because like, we talked about the song being like a vocal showcase, and Neil Young, no offense, has dog shit vocals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough. He does have an odd voice. Um, I mean, there, I like some Neil Young songs. Yeah. I, I think he's good in his context, but like, this is a different breed. This is a different breed of crazy horse. God save our glorious queen. <laughs> Shut up, Neil. <laughs> this was this was 2012 as well, right? So that's like yes. 50 yeah. years after, like, into his career, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why is he doing this at this point? Did he hear the Ken Tamplin version and thought he needed to get in? <laughs> he also, I don't know, I feel like Springsteen did the Seeger Sessions, and this was not that long after that. So there was right. this weird, like, Americana thing. Okay. That I feel like it was maybe a part of. Um, I, I kind of remember. I think I remember this album coming out because it was just like I a think bunch. Neil of... Young just is Americana though. <laughs> Somehow. Because like, 
being an Americana phase doesn't explain doing the British national anthem. <laughs> no, but he sort of meant meant it supposedly as like this progression of like the American Revolutionary War uh, and like moving from that into the independence. I think because that's why he's this. That's why he does the both. two together. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and it's about this like freedom thing. But if you watch the music video, there's like a lot of imagery where I thought maybe at it. There's no reason really to say that it's protesting anything in any way. But I was like, but it's Neil Young. It's got to be. So I was trying to find it. And yeah, the music video, which I think is a real music video. It's on the Neil Young channel. It's on the Neil yeah. Young channel, which may the or may not be official. Says, hey, this is Neil. <laughs> it's just, it just shows like the coronation of, of Queen Elizabeth II. And then like a bunch of shots of people looking at the Statue of Liberty. And like building stuff. And doing war stuff, so it, I don't. It seems like very positive. It does, yeah. And like earnest, yeah. And this one also has big, like dumb anthem vibes and big dumb Christmas vibes. He gets a children's choir, and he gets the world's worst drummer to just hit the fucking <laughs> drum. Dum 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 dum. Yeah, the, um, it's a weird one. The the instruments, mm-hmm. like I haven't I haven't listened to like possibly any Neil Young before in my life, but I always thought he was like a Canadian rock musician. Yeah. Right? The 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 instruments sound like a punk song to me. Yeah. With Neil that Young's drum being an, like just uh, one big hit. Yeah. Yeah. He's done some like much softer stuff. He I think is sometimes called like the godfather of grunge. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But like that's yeah, that not all track. Neil Young. Like there's he also did like Harvest Moon and stuff, so it's like there's you know yeah, so there's a range. That one's like very gentle. Yeah, he varies between like a song you would hear somebody playing on their front porch on a moonlit night in like Alabama, yeah, <laughs> or, and like or keep the, on rocking in the free world. And yeah, and keep on rocking in the free world. Yeah, so, and of which... Ohio, which I actually brought up recently. Oh, yeah. Surprised we still is national. Were you just saying good morning to a Japanese person? Oh, hi. <laughs> oh. Hey. Uh, the song Ohio, which is about the Kent State Massacre. Oh. oh. Calls out Richard Nixon specifically. You know, it's Four Dead in Ohio. It's a song that I thought was more known, I guess. Fair enough. I think also a problem for me is comparing like the oh. distortion and guitars on this to the Queen version, which is so much more energetic than what this amounts to in my opinion because really all it does is just do the the melody, the melody. With a little distortion yeah. so and like you said the drums aren't doing much <laughs> yeah they're very very like marching drums i guess True. yeah yeah which is maybe appropriate but it's not really yeah. a march i don't know yeah like like you kind of said alex what like is this a protest is this a a straight take like wh- like, why are we doing this, Neil Young? Yeah. And crazy. I course. mean, I could almost buy the Ken Tamplin version as being some like weird satire, but mm. I feel like this doesn't do enough. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the intention of this one either. Yeah. No. Just weird that the playlist starts out like so straight laced, and then you just have three bizarre <laughs> versions back to back. Yeah, three yeah. just strange ones. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my last note on this just says, damn, let freedom ring for real. Is there a bell at the end or something? Oh, they just say let freedom ring at the yeah, end. Yeah, that's just the last lyric. 
<laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so let's, let's, you know, the same way that the Queen song comes on at the end of Queen concerts to, to cleanse your palate, to bring you back to reality, let's do a very straightforward version by Katherine Jenkins in 2016. Yeah. Well, singer, mezzo-soprano, she does opera and musical theater and hymns and all that. She's performed for the British Armed Forces. This Have is... we talked about her before? I'm not certain. I, I feel like I recognize the like the album artwork. Okay. I don't recognize anything else on the the song uh, on the on the track there. Uh, Let me see on the album. Yeah. Did she did she do a, a like Welsh version of a pop song? Could have danced. All things bright. And I don't know. <laughs> You'll never walk alone, Sanctus, Rule Britannia. No, like none of her like popular songs look like anything we would have talked about. No. That's okay. We didn't do Amazing Grace. Hmm. Heroes? No. What? Heroes. She, there's no way we put on her version of Heroes. Oh, yeah. It's Heroes. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> there you go. She's singing in Welsh? I wish. That's a no, by the way. That's a no. I I, I got that. <laughs> I, I understand what I wish means, Alex. I thank you for the, the clarification, though. Sorry. Sometimes when I, I put the music on, and I'm not hearing okay. what's going yeah, on. Yeah. And... yeah. <sighs> okay, so this is... Let's be real. This is the choir version, but solo. Yeah. Until the choir comes in a minute and a half in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just another really, like, traditional-styled one, and she's that kind of operatic style of singer, and... She's they do the from every this. latent foe verse. That's the yes. third verse. So this one is specifically called God Save the Queen three verses. She also has God Save the Queen one verse. You got to throw that on just in case both. someone yeah. needs to play it like for the school, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Intercom. If you're busy, you're like, I only have 56 seconds to you know, <laughs> yeah. feel some national There's pride. There's learning to be done. Haven't you heard about this nationalized education system? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know why I left this one on the playlist. It's pretty plain. Um, but <laughs> it's interesting uh, that, like, even though it's from 2016, it's probably, like, the most similar to the 1907 version. Yeah, 100%. It just really bookends this uh, often strange playlist. Yeah. yeah it, she's a very traditional singer, but mm-hmm. also, perhaps because of that, incredibly successful. Yeah, because it's, like, a, it's not a common skill anymore. And yeah, she yeah. is singing in the style of like Alan Turner and like Mahalia Jackson, this very yeah. big operatic approach. Yeah, you just don't really hear that anymore. So yeah, I mean, that's no. why she's done so well. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. Good for us because we have made it to our final verdicts. We've got three categories today. The worst version, the best version, and the version that, God forbid, you've ascended the throne. She almost went and, dancing with the stone. And this is the version that plays Alex. Am I boring you? Yeah. No what? <laughs> huh? I'm trying to I'm trying to go through the, the fucking verdicts here and you're mumbling about some goddamn notes. Sorry. So again, that is we have three categories today. The worst version, the best version, and the version that you would have play if you ascended the throne. I'm getting like radio silence from you guys. Are you scared of me now, Alex? You can say things now. I've said the things. What? 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 Yeah. Okay, huh? all right. Uh, uh, John, you're our guest today. Uh, tell us, what's the worst version of this? 
So um, normally I like try and prepare like my best and worst versions mm-hmm. uh, before. Um, this one, I think I was so shocked. I didn't even like properly decide on the worst version, and I completely forgot about a best version. So <laughs> I'll, uh, <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that when I get to it. Um, worst. I mean, it's got to be the Ken Tamplin version. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's just so weird and disjointed and cringy, for lack of a better word. It's got to be my worst version. Yeah, it is, like, just the worst elements of everything, of everything. anthems, of commercial music, <laughs> all packed together with Ken Tamplin. pastors, yeah. Youth pastors, yeah. Ken Tamplin, worst version. Alex? I cannot imagine anything else being the worst version. All right, I'm glad we're all on board up with this. It's rough. It's rough. Rough. It is. I'm going to go listen to his Kiss song after this, though. See how that holds up. (laughs) Um, John, what is the best version of this? Hmm. You know, I think my best version, um, I think it's the Royal Choral Society one. Mm. It's short and sweet, in and out, gets the job done. It's, you know, not... uh, shitty like <laughs> not shitty yeah but good quality <laughs> good quality to have in the best version yeah i, I like that one like i said it, it it took me back a little bit so yeah that's that's my my favorite version yeah arguably the most anthemic of all of these yeah. anthems mm-hmm. um that said i'm gonna give it to queen because i'm a sucker for some rock and roll it's it's for me is like a bit nostalgic too and i think that's part of anthems is that nostalgia for whatever your idea is of the good times or the good nation or what have you so yeah it's queen for me alex Okay, so mine. I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give it to John Mayle and the Blues Breakers because I think <laughs> they have about the same amount of reverence that I do for the song. Um, they're not like specifically trying to make it like make fun of it or something. Like it's just kind of there, and it's a theme they know, but it's not that interesting. Uh, so they decided to spice it up a bit by just like wailing on a saxophone and i respect that a lot so they're my number one hell yeah alex great choice that's the most personal one to you because (laughs) it's kind of meaningless to them (laughs) yep i like that (laughs) that is excellent now john uh hashtag john for king it's finally happened (laughs) uh what's playing at your at any ceremonies of yours you know it's going to be Queen. Of course. Had to save it for this. I've got to, I want Brian May there every day. Every day. Hell yeah. <laughs> I want him on that roof every time I come out. <laughs> Some places of roosters, we have Brian May. We have Brian May playing me out every morning. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, this is where I saved John May all in the Blues Breakers. Because if I become king, a lot of people have died. We got to be real. <laughs> it's tragic. One, two, it's going to be a scramble to get instruments together anytime we need to play the anthem. So I want that two minutes of fucking around or that minute and 16 seconds of being like, oh, yeah, the, the anthem, uh-huh, yeah, get the drums, get the, we'll find something. <laughs> and then we play the fucking most slapdash version. <laughs> God save the king. Well, that's my pick. Alex! Yeah. Okay, if I'm ascending the throne, similar, I, I need to get the people on my side. Right, you know, and I need they. I need them to know that I'm not like I'm not like a regular king. I'm like a cool king. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I I think I need to go uh, target the folk and and play the Frank Sidebottom version because I feel like oh boy. I feel like there's people. I'll be like, hey, I remember this, and they'll be like, I remember that, and then now they're on my side. Oh. 
So yeah. So you think there are? Like, people... I need to garner support by playing the the comic version that the the larger demographics who are older will be like. I remember that from 1985. Right. So my question though here, Alex, is you think there are people who were around in the UK in 1985, so older than you, who will be behind you in line for the throne? Um. Well, I, I don't know if I'm ascending completely legitimately. Oh, are you a tyrant? Did you... Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm at least a usurper. Are you yeah. the, the, the Jacobite heirs? Are you yeah, Charles? I, what I'm saying is I'm going to need to gain support, and it's not going to be easy. Okay. And I need people I need people to know I'm like a cool king. <laughs> <laughs> and what is Frank Sidebottom if not cool? If not, yeah, the epitome of cool. <laughs> like, he can laugh at himself. That's cool. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, I think you'd be a very cool king, Alex. Alex, I'm in full support. If John yeah, doesn't work out, you. you're next in line. <laughs> Alex for cool king. Alex for cool king. Cool with a K. And that does it for our main segment today. If you got a similar opinion, different opinion, want to talk about a version we didn't talk about, of which there are very, very so many. many. Hit us up on Twitter, hashtag CoverMePod, at Jake the Cressy, at some Alex Wise Guy, at Sir John Snow. Send us your comments, questions, concerns. Don't send those to John unless they're about his appearances. <laughs> you can I'll send take them. We'll take them. Like, he'll feel at your questions. Um, you know, rate us, review us. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcasting apps. You can, all, apps. You can also email us, CoverMePod at gmail.com. Send us your comments there. Um, as far as reviews go, people. You can review us on Spotify right now. We're sitting at like a 3.8. Love if we could bump that up to a four. Would love if you, you guys five stars for me. Everybody do <laughs> five yeah. stars. Everybody do five stars. Like, and then email us and tell us why we're shit. We don't need you to, you know, <laughs> not just give us endless praise. It's just in terms of getting more people to listen to this thing. We got to have the five stars or they're not going to listen. So please, people, be kind to us in the reviews. John, where can these people find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash noiseberrygames, or just go to noiseberrygames.com. It'll take you there. Uh, also, Twitter. We already mentioned that. Twitter, that's that's yep. it. That's, that's it. where you can find me. A lot, a lot of Dark Souls content on the on the Noiseberry recently. Uh, a lot of like shorts, shorts. from old yeah. videos, because they do well. Um, there's a, a nice, very, very long-term Elden Ring series ongoing sporadic episodes coming out so that's that's the big thing get into it folks it's good stuff um i did actually prepare a bonus segment for today though and i refuse to not do it so um i should have probably named it it's national anthems i'm i'm going to read you either english anthems or english translations of anthems and you have to guess you and you being alex and john what nation it's from and maybe I'll, i'll give you hints some of these are official some of these are unofficial so we're just going to have to to roll with the punches here. All right. You two ready? I'm ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So the first one goes like this. Land, land, I am true to my land. As long as the sea serves as a wall for this pure dear land, may the language endure forever. <laughs> so we can pick from any country. Yeah, literally any country. Should I have made this multiple choice? Sure. Am I going to? <laughs> Maybe. All right. Um... <laughs> Is this I'm... one technically a nation? Well, I don't know. Oh, that's <laughs> did, an interesting. Did these lyrics start in English, or have these been translated? These have been translated. Okay. And they're focused on a particular language. I was going to say Japan until you said it's not really a nation. <laughs> or it's questionable. Uh, Fiji. Fiji, that is that is uh, an answer. It is the yeah. wrong answer. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Japan, because I don't want to think of it. You're going to stick question. with Japan. 
Um, incorrect. I'm going to give you guys uh, sort of an area. I'm going to read just some places near it. Dublin, uh, Manchester, Birmingham, London. These are all sort of near this, this, <gasps> this country in southwest Great Britain known for its rugged coastline. And Celtic culture. Is it, is it Ireland? No. <laughs> is it Wales? It is Wales. <laughs> oh, okay. So it is the, the, the Welsh anthem, Land of My Fathers. Unofficial, but it is. Yeah, okay. Now the, yeah, the language thing makes sense. That makes sense. Right. right. So, okay. Here comes the next one. You're at zero, 0 here. I'm not giving you points for that. No, that's fine. This next one comes. Two arms, citizens. Form your battalions. Let's march. Let's march. That their impure blood should water our oh. fields. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Whoa. That sounds. Um, that sounds. Um, is that like I want to say Nazi Russia shit? for that one. <laughs> So we have Russia and Germany circa 1930s, is that correct? <laughs> yeah. Mm, incorrect on both counts. I will let you know it is uh, a European nation. Okay. Um, It is... Romania? Let me read out. Um, No, think further west. Okay. Modern Germany. <laughs> you got... <laughs> <laughs> it is... Let me see what kind of clues I can give here. Slovenia. Um, it's west. They have a, a Statue of Liberty there, maybe. Um, France. That, France. That is France. Wow. The bloodthirsty French what? man. That's <laughs> La Marseille. I'm probably saying that wrong, but holy shit. That's crazy. That's <laughs> not what I was expecting. Okay, now this next one. We're still at zero zero. I think okay. somebody's probably going to get this one quick. The hills are bare now, and autumn leaves lie thick and still, or land that is lost now, that though so dear that thou so dearly held this is an unofficial one it has not been translated huh <laughs> I, I, we're still playing in europe we're maybe even still playing in the uk here maybe scotland is it, is it scotland oh, that is correct you both got it uh john Whoa. got it first the flower of scotland <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't know that one at all. Oh, really? I huh. thought you would have. I know a version of it by Alestorm, the pirate metal band. Oh, yeah, okay. no, Highlands. Oh. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, this next one. May your reign continue for a thousand, eight thousand generations until the tiny pebbles grow into massive boulders, lush with moss. North Korea. I'm say Japan for that one. Um, Japan is correct, John. Ooh. Ah. That is Kimigayo, Japan, written sometime between 794 and 1185. Wow. Old as shit. Um, good guess, though, Alex. You're still in the Eastern Hemisphere, so good job there. Um, this next one is... Uh, I don't know if it is translated. It's also sung in another language. That's your clue here. God of nations at thy feet, in the bonds of love we meet. Hear our voices, we entreat. God defend our free land. Is it is it the United States, but like an unofficial thing? No. Okay. I will tell you that the title is God Defend and then the name of the nation. Does that help? God Defend Australia. You are so close. <laughs> Am I is it New Zealand, New Zealand then? <laughs> it's New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I, I thought they for sure like used... Uh, and they, the Queen. Uh, they also use God Save the Queen, so oh, they have okay. two anthems. So that's yeah, called yeah. God Defend New Zealand. It's also uh, in the the native language there. Maori, it's uh, Aotearoa is the name of the song. In that oh, okay. Okay, we've got two more here. 
Um, this one is stand up, stand up, stand up. We are billions of one heart. Braving the enemy's fire, march on. Braving the enemy's fire, march on, march on, march on, on. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Russia or the USSR. Uh, I do have to specify. Okay, uh, no, I would, I would take an either, but in this okay. case, they're both wrong. And they're both wrong. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go for China. John. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. March of the Volunteers. China. Hell yeah. Huh. I right. mean, I think we both got some communist vibes off of that, clearly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll say again, Alex, you're hitting close with a lot of these. So good on you. Don't don't feel bad. Yeah, the final one close. here. Uh, my beautiful fatherland, the glory of a wise people, brought up in a culture brilliant, with a history five millennia long. Let us devote our bodies and minds to supporting this Korea forever. <laughs> is it Korea? <laughs> Which one, John? Oh, fuck, is it, North. Is it South Korea? I mean, it has to be one of them. It is North. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh. <laughs> um, both of their national anthems are called the Patriotic Song. Huh. That's the title? Well, that is the title. Oh, oh okay. The translated title, anyway. The translated title. And they look right. very similar in uh, Korean, but I'm not going to pronounce the Korean if I don't have to. John, you were like four out of seven on there, I believe. Nice. <laughs> Alex. Hell yeah. I think I got one. You got one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't actually remember if you did, but I'll say you did. Um, I think you got the New Zealand one, because I kind of... I, I said New Zealand first, yeah. technically, yep. but yep. you also gave yeah. me a pretty significant hint. Pretty significant hint. Um, should I have made a multiple choice? Yeah, probably. Okay. Oh, right, that was guys. fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that like does that. it. That is our bonus segment. That's the whole show. Thank you all so much for joining us. John, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. And as we always say on Cover Me, God save great Cover Me.